0: On this episode, we watched Rage.
1: Merry Cagemas, everybody. Jingle, 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 jingle. Bells, 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 bells. bells. Reindeer sound, reindeer sound.
0: House. I'm Dan McCoy. I'm Stuart Wellington,
2: and
1: I'm Elliot Kalin. Not chewing into the microphone the like Boris cad sound? Stuart Wellington. Jesus Christ!
2: <laughs> I was trying to do a. I was trying to do a thing like I was a horse. What, like chew your our, cud. Yeah, yeah. That'd be a cow. One of
0: our shows was named one of the top twenty-five podcasts ever by Slate Magazine, and you—this is what you do. You really? Yeah, I'm
2: ruining it. it. Well, I'm trying to make that episode seem all the better. Okay. <laughs> By starting off uh not as good. I see. Well, mission accomplished.
1: So guys, this podcast is over. Pack it up. Yeah.
2: Okay. I was going to say before we went, Merry Cage Miss to you guys. Merry Cage Miss.
1: Hey guys, I got both of you presents. What? what, Here you what go, Dan, this is yours. Okay. And Stuart, here's yours. Unwrap them. It's Cage Miss everybody. The happiest crinkle, time crinkle. of the year. Rip. Is this myrrh? <laughs> yeah it is it's myrrh Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> it's a special myrrh that's made out of merv Griffin's bones. oh boy uh is he still alive? Is, uh I mean, you could still make it out of his bones. don't tell him I took his bone, Dan, is you it, like your present?
0: uh I already have some frankincense
1: can i re- uh d- it's actually frankincense monster <laughs>
0: can i can I return it for some frank and <laughs> Cartoons. <laughs>
1: I feel like, what? You know, what? Frank and <laughs> Ernest comics. Well, that What's, was a joke just for the Dan McCoys in the audience. As right a comic you made yourself? Right, if suggest? you remember Frank and Ernest, a terrible comic strip. Um, but, what if the creator of Frank and Ernest <laughs> was listening right now, Dan, and they're crying, crying into their unemployment check because of what you said. Now they can't cash that check because it's all wet. What
0: bank are they going to?
1: The The bank of dry checks.
0: (laughs) I'm sorry, sir. This check is just too wet.
1: But but it still represents money, right?
0: Look at the sign.
1: If it's dry, you sign. (laughs) It says no wet checks. (laughs) No wet checks. This checks must be drier than this, and it's a slightly damp paper towel.
0: (laughs) No wet checks, no fat checks. (laughs)
1: Dan, what? what do we do on this podcast? I don't know.
0: <laughs> I don't remember. I think that we've... <laughs> You've ruined the cage, Miss Ferret. If, if I recall, this is a podcast where we examine a cold case. Uh, yeah, slowly, over time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, uh, this well, is... Well, we eat uh, alpha bits. It's called cereal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, this is a podcast where we watch a bad movie, and then we talk about it. And this is the most magical time of the year. It's the most here. joyous
1: time of the year. The reason Yippee! for the season. Cage Miss. Cage Miss. Now, when we celebrate one Saint Nicholas Cage, or as he's also known, Chris Cagel. <laughs> Actually, that sounds too much like Chris Angel. Forget yep. it. He's just Saint Nicholas Cage.
0: Uh, now, we had dearly hoped that we would be bringing to you a uh, podcast on Left Behind okay. this evening, which or is whenever a you're listening.
1: remake of a Kirk Cameron movie. Yeah. Starring Nicolas Cage.
0: Well, I wouldn't call it a remake. They're both based on the same uh, apocalyptic <laughs> Christian <laughs> literature. They're both based on the same mm-hmm. uh, book series. So so it's
1: the Omega Man to the last Left Behind's Last Man on Earth. Yes, that's what I would say.
0: But unfortunately, Left Behind is not out yet. <laughs> I was baffled by the fact that Critical, uh, and I believe not even... I I don't think it did that well commercially. it was number one film of the year. Why
1: didn't we just watch it? It made over um,
2: $17 billion. Why didn't we just watch the trailer like four times and Uh, then do an episode on that? Yeah, that would have been
0: great. (laughs) It would have been really fast. It just seems like it would have been out by now, especially before Christmas. But uh, instead, we were forced to uh, go to our fallback cage position, which was. Rage. A movie called Rage. Right, Ray- 2014.
1: 2014 Because there's like a million Rages out there. Yeah, mm-hmm. including
2: that Remember the Avengers Rage that no the one name remembers. The Rage for a movie is all the rage.
0: Okay, I... Let you're that welcome one know, sink guys. in. <laughs> Let that one
1: sink in. See, if I, had said that,
0: if I had said
1: that, Elliot, the
0: fury that would come off of you.
1: For some reason, when Stuart says dumb stuff, I, it passes over me, like uh, the angel of death over a Jewish house in Egypt. But when you say dumb stuff... It kills me. Like <laughs> the angel of death over an Egyptian house in Egypt. A <laughs> little, uh, little Passover humor. It's yeah. not the right season for it. But what are you going to do? Um, so, this was a movie. So, yep. and Cage Miss, we watch a Nicolas Cage movie. Mm-hmm. Why yeah. we like him. In this case, the Raging Cajun, Nicolas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we watched Rage. Ra- and so, Dan, uh, so I would like this movie? Was it a good, bad movie? <laughs> no. A bad, bad no, movie? we're not there We're not there yet. Oh, no, oh okay. Sorry.
2: So we've talked many times about Nicholas Cage being uh, generally bring kind of one of two modes. Yes, either the mirror has two cages. Freni- <laughs> <laughs> uh, either like super frenetic Nicholas Cage or sleepy dour mumbly mouth Nicholas Cage.
1: And unfortunately, uh, mumbly Nick showed up to rage mm-hmm. with a couple moments of extreme uh,
2: rage. Rage Cage?
1: Yeah, but very little, considering the movie is called
2: Rage.
1: Exactly. Although the original title of the movie was apparently uh, Tokarev, which... Yeah,
0: named after the gun.
1: Yeah, which uh, promises a lot less rage than rage. It's also not based on the Stephen King Richard Bachman novel Rage, so don't think Nicolas Cage plays a high school student who couldn't get it up when a girl wanted to sleep with him and so shoots his teacher. Yeah,
2: also not based on the video game Primal Rage, where <laughs> yep. you can play a prehistoric gorilla
1: monster that farts on people. <laughs> that farts on a raptor, <laughs> thus winning some kind of tournament. Yeah, Yeah, I don't yeah know. it's not based on Killer Instinct. It's not based on any <laughs> N64 fighting game. That's right, it's not based on clay fighter <laughs> <laughs> which i guess is an snes game yeah so should we talk about what and uh rage is also directed by a man named paco cabezas <laughs> i'm sure is a real person with a real name but it sounds like nicholas cage directed it i'm just i a cartoon mexican pseudonym <laughs> so i apologize to the real life paco cabezas <laughs> you have a funny name uh so anyway let's talk about this movie huh Nicolas Cage plays a man named Maguire, Paul Maguire. With a name like that, you know he's a badass, because he's got a tough-ass first name, Paul. (laughs) Or Paulie. (laughs) Yeah, they call him Paulie a lot. So Paul Maguire used to be a criminal, uh, but now he's some kind of contractor, legitimate businessman good guy. He's married to uh, Rachel McNichol.
0: Rachel Nichols.
1: Rachel. Rachel McNichols. No, there's no Rachel McAdams. Rachel I'm, Nicholas Cage. No, okay, sure. <laughs> she, he's married to Rachel Nichols, and uh, they have a daughter, uh, but she's his second wife. The the daughter is an adopt But anyway, he uh, he has turned his back on the life of crime, which is good. Good because the whisperiest, gra- graveliest man in the biz, Danny Glover, is the local cop in town. That town, Mobile, Alabama, population forty and 39 of them are criminals. Uh because it turns out Nicholas Cage's two best friends are his old criminal buddies Kane and Danny and uh but one day, true story. It does, it does. I went to
2: high school with a guy named Danner Kane.
0: Whoa! I know.
2: Looking back I'm like I'm so
0: jealous. Now see, last week you bestowed upon me the most boring story in the world of No way. That is and way too know. cool of a name. I said you
1: were you were in the forefront. All right, I for just wanna, I want
0: to I want to put Stewart up for that same prize. Wait,
1: no, he knew a guy who was the kid of Blythe Danner <laughs> no, and Kane no. Hunter Come on, <laughs> you're remembering it much more interesting. Yeah, he's is, is an acting killer? I understand. Yeah.
0: But I want to. I do want it, to. It's true what Elliot says in this movie, Mobile Your Alabama. Story was boring. <laughs> <laughs> in this movie, Mobile Alabama might as well be one of those like movies in the movies, or one sorry, of those wait, movies in the, the
1: movies. Th- yeah. <laughs> One of those do you even pay attention <laughs> to what you're saying? No,
3: I don't.
0: I think you should be clear by now that I do not, sir.
1: So one of those movies, like in, the movies movie like in the movies like Angels <laughs> with Dirty Souls and Home Alone. No, it's one of those, uh,
0: those towns that exist in the movies where it's just like, apparently all of the witness reloc- relocation has gone to this one town. Because everyone's a former everyone's crook. Everyone's a former crook.
2: Uh, it's her, and, and everybody, when they hear gunshots, do not call the police. They no. just they just pull
1: out their guns and start firing, or they get into Yosemite a car chase. Yosemite Salmon, it, yeah. <laughs> Yosemite Salmon, that's the special tonight. Uh-huh. It's a whole it's salmon. Slamming. It's a whole salmon that we put a big mustache and a cowboy hat on, and then we shoot six guns into it, <laughs> and we vex it with a mischievous rabbit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Can I put we, a we, of rabbit on it? We wave a cooked <laughs> rabbit in front of it to infuriate <laughs> it. To make it mad, yeah? <laughs> we know it's done when it says consarn dagnab. That's the sound it makes when it's done being yeah. cooked. Anyway, you send me salmon. That's for $37. <laughs> wow. Then, okay, for it's Farm very, to table? it's very rare. Uh, yeah. Uh, then for, for for dessert we've got a Yogi berries. Uh, no, that was yesterday's dessert special. Today we have the Elmer fudge. Okay. This is a Bugs Bunny villain themed restaurant. I'm sorry. I, I forgot. <laughs> yeah.
2: Okay. Oh man, uh, not Marvin the Mars
0: bar. Why? It,
1: good work. I, it's Marvin the pan. <laughs>
0: Wiley coyote meal, yeah, yeah,
1: super <laughs> granola, <laughs> yeah, super granola, like an appetizer, yeah, <laughs> that's right. It's an appetizer <laughs> of oatmeal. <laughs> <It's>, what kind <laughs> of meal is this? Oatmeal, <laughs> fish, <laughs> uh, and then fudge uh, or marzipan.
0: Before you, uh, before you have your uh, dinner, sir, uh, the chef wanted to send out this uh, amuse bouche of
1: oatmeal. <laughs> Well, that sounds noticeably unpleasant.
0: It's a, you can see it as a rather large bowl of oatmeal. <laughs> it's part the no menu. Moose.
1: I mean, it's <laughs> free, basically. Nothing no, not no <laughs> at all. It's a bowl of oatmeal. Well, you will not be allowed
0: to have your entree until you finish your oatmeal. That seems like torture.
1: <laughs> is this a kind of prison dinner? All right, eat up, sir. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> the plane is coming into the, <laughs> <laughs> the bunker. Wait, into the what? what is the plane going on like? the, bunk, the bunker the bunker <laughs> the plane bunker do you know okay we're stop the right pl- there we're the not far eyes. into this movie <laughs> so the plane is. is this is what plane Hitler yeah <laughs> hiding in his plane bunker <laughs> yep it's very angry at the end of World War Plane yeah no
2: so let's talk <laughs> Man, to those movie. planes. Movies got dark, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they did that they all, <laughs> that whole like, how do these planes have sex thing out the window. There was that meme where they redubbed
1: planes. You know, all different. Yeah, yeah. Plane was getting mad about different things. Yep.
0: Anyway, what was this movie about? Oh well, Nicholas okay. Cage.
1: Nicholas Cage is a former criminal. He he has his beloved young daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, one night, while well, his daughter is horsing around at home with two high school friends of hers. Uh he Who comes- look very similar. Yeah, I feel both like they could have mixed it up like uh,
0: like those Power Rangers kids. <laughs>
1: they're both oh. they're both white skinned skinny dudes with forelocks draped yeah, over their. Well, head, one of them faces. has like a
0: huge forelock over his face. The other one is forelock. Uh, the 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 gay law student from How to Get Away from, with Murder. How do you get away with murder? Um, well, according to that film, uh, you wrap a guy up in a rug, take him to the woods, and burn him. And it's not a film, it's a television show. <laughs> <laughs> and again, I'm not listening yeah, to well, what you i saying. Dan,
1: I've been told that the real good film writing is being done for television mm-hmm. right now. That's what I hear. All the good movies are on television. And all the good TV shows are on the radio. <laughs> good novels are in the movies. <laughs> yep, like Pippa McGee and Molly yep. and uh, The Great Gildersleeve. And all the good video games are on Bazooka Joe comic strips. <laughs> <laughs> now okay nicholas cage comes home from a dinner to find that danny glover is there and he's like oh man what this looks this, this pig is gonna hassle me again mm-hmm. no 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 au contraire his daughter has been kidnapped and the two boys tell a tale of kidnappers <clears throat> breaking in and stealing her now
2: this is after an opening which seemed to be paid exclusively by wine bottle
1: product placement there's a lot of shots of the labels of wine bottles uh, Which shows off how classy it is. Oh yeah, yeah. Because they don't drink liquor in this movie; they drink wine. It's all wine bottles labeled out. Uh, they so they say that people broke in and the police are getting nowhere with their investigation. So, uh, Paul and his friends, uh, they beat up a guy to try to find information, and the guy tells them no information basically. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, but involves them. Yeah. So Paul like gets his, uh, Paul gets his old crew back together, right? Yeah. Well, Danny and Kane. His only two friends in the world. Because yeah. they were all criminals together. And it turns out there's something in their past. Went to past, criminal school together. Something in their past that may have led to this. Uh, Nicholas Cage seems to think that this kidnapping was a reprisal for something they did. Now, uh, he, the, her, his daughter turns up dead. Uh, so he... <laughs> let's just cut to the chase. And after his funeral... After a funeral, the, my favorite character in the movie, Peter Stormare, as a wheelchair-bound <laughs> Irish, not quite sure about his accent, crime boss tells him, yeah, hey. His l- name is O'Connell or something he like says, that. I feel
2: like not so sure about his accent is how they describe him on
1: IMDb. <laughs> his character is named not-so-sure-about-his-accent guy. Uh That was not a very good joke. But anyway, Peter Stormare tells him, bury the hurt inside you. I didn't get revenge when I was put in this wheelchair after a big shootout with the Russian mob. You don't worry about it. But Nicolas Cage is convinced, convinced, that this is all in reprisal for a thing they did when they were kids. When they killed the bag man for the Russian mob, stole the money and his guns, uh, and... A Tokarev gun. A Tokarev gun, uh, because his daughter was also killed by a Tokarev gun. And... He, they, he's like, uh-oh, they figured out it was us, even though that was years and years ago, and now they're coming after us. So we, Or now they, they got my daughter, so now I want revenge. And he mm-hmm. and his two friends go on a three-man rampage through the Russian mob, which means multiple times they smash through doors, shoot everybody in a room, and then leave.
0: Yeah. Like the video game rampage with three different monsters you can choose from. Not it's at all. True. It was and nothing like that. And they're each
2: bashing the buildings as fast as they can. Yeah, Sometimes yeah, eating, eating the people. people. Yeah, you yeah.
0: Yank a person out and chew them up. <laughs>
1: yep. Film at eleven. <laughs> so, you don't really. You don't want to eat one of those toilets though. They don't like eating the toilet. Well, and if you because then you uh, you shrink back into a normal person right and you're nude. You're embarrassed, um, and you kind of walk off the You're not the totally
2: nude. Aren't you wearing, like, underpants or something? Well, yeah, because it's a video
1: game for kids. Come yeah, on. it's not like
2: you're going to see some dude's dick. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy.
1: Now, here's what I didn't like about that game. You had a big Godzilla-type monster. You had a big King Kong monster. And then you had a giant werewolf? What the hell was that? He's, wait,
0: I mean, he, you don't think wait, what? A big werewolf would be cool? I, don't know.
1: I guess it would be cool, but there's no precedent for it.
0: Oh, well... I'm sorry that they got points off for being original, Elliot.
1: That's how it is. (laughs) Yeah, sometimes you got to be the first one in the field. You know who didn't get points off for being original because it wasn't original? Rage, starring Nicolas Cage. Let's continue, shall we? What? But. Yeah, what? uh, 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 Here's what happens. Let me just just tell the story real fast. So they're trying to get revenge on the Russian group. Uh, The Russian group kidnaps Kane, and they're like, (laughs) why are you doing this? They say, well. We're getting revenge on you for killing Paul's daughter. Why would I want to kill Paul's daughter? Because we killed your brother years ago. And he's like, what? You killed my brother? He tells Peter Storm. the Russian guy tells Peter Stormare to kill Nicholas Cage. Peter Stormare won't, so there's a little gunfight there. And the Russian kills him. What a gunfight it was. <laughs> it was a, it's a gunfight between three men and a guy in a wheelchair. And the guy in the wheelchair almost wins he the whole He totally would have won if he had more bullets. Yeah, and uh, a couple more shootouts later... Nicholas Cage eventually learns uh well he 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 decides that Danny has been uh has ratted out Kane and they get in a fight and he stabs his last living best friend uh late he eventually realizes Danny Glover throughout there's a car chase where a cop car blows up <laughs> Danny Glover and every time every time Nicholas the most ineffectual cop Every time Nicholas Cage has a car chase through the streets of Mobile, in which cops are in a blown up car. They they must yeah. have died. Or he shoots a bunch of people. and Danny Glover shows up and goes, "Hey, just walk away, walk away, and I won't have to arrest yeah, you." I really appreciate it if you not go on a rampage I'll give you, this time. I'll give you one more try to not be so rageful, and then okay, it's I'm working on a 74 have, strike system.
0: I may have to take you in next time. It's I so, might have like to book so, you if so, you
1: kill any more
0: people. It's so clearly that like the
2: screenwriter had this like arc. Or Nicholas Cage's character, and they're like, "Well, shouldn't the cops show up at some point?" And they're like, "And
0: I guess." I mean, they don't even like really give like an explanation for it. It's not like they're old like pals. It's just like, it's
1: like, well, Danny Glover's he, been kind of looking out for him. Well,
0: but he's like, he's like, you he went straight, so I don't want you to not be straight anymore. So <laughs> could you just walk away? And like by that time, he's murdered several people. He's
1: murdered a lot. Of, and uh, and Danny Glover's this, I guess, assistant. I don't know. His yeah. deputy is like, hey. This guy might still be a criminal. Let's look after him. And he's wrong. Nichols Cage wasn't a criminal until now when he's killed like a dozen he's people. He's killed a bunch
2: of people. And Danny Glover's like, "Some someday
1: I'll find a way to put you guys, you and your crew away. It's like, yeah, just go find that body and match the Dude, there's murdered there. bodies all over your city. He was in a car chase with crashes and stuff. Put him away.
0: Yeah, it turns out without Mel Gibson, he's not a very good cop. No.
1: <laughs> and he's the least lethal of weapons. <laughs> like trying to strangle somebody with a piece of spaghetti. <laughs> A dry piece of spaghetti. What? It's just going to snap. Yeah. Maybe you could poke
0: him. You poke (laughs) him in the neck and kind of hurt him a little
1: bit. I mean, it would be unpleasant. Not a pleasant feeling. I would, like if
0: someone poked me with a piece of spaghetti, like a heart, like,
1: ugh. Yeah, you'd be like, ah, that hurts. I guess I'll die now. So anyway, but uh oh, did O'Henry write this story? Because it turns out (laughs) the Russian mob wasn't behind Nicolas Cage's daughter's death. Actually, she was horsing around with her friends with some guns they found in Nicolas Cage's closet and accidentally one of her friends shot her in the head and they Mm -hmm. hid the body in the woods until the police found it. So it seems Nicolas Cage's rampage has been for naught and it was but the remnants of his past violence which he thought he had put behind him but which Mm. reared their ugly head at the most inopportune time robbing him of the one innocence that he had been able to lay hold to. a real
0: examination of the human condition. And Nicholas you know? Cage is calls a, his wife. Is he a violent, violent man naturally? Can he get past that, or is it innate in him? Stuart, <laughs> <laughs> answer the question. Uh, You're on trial here. I don't know Cage trial. So.
2: Where did he get that really dark, fake-looking black hair from? <laughs> did he steal it from John Travolta I, when they got I, their I feel faces like that's swapped? Extra textural.
1: <laughs> here's um, the thing: Nicholas Cage does not look his best in this movie. I would I would call him, I guess, uh, hair transplant Gary Shandling. He's like kind of a puffy, older guy with jet black shoe polish hair. <laughs> but uh, here's okay. So at the end, Nicholas Cage calls his wife, tells her, "Don't come home." As an execution squad. Approaches the house, cut to black, directed by Paco Cabezas. <laughs> and then over the credits, we see some police creep in, I guess, to find Nicolas Cage's dead body. And Danny Glover's just standing at the bottom of the stairs, shaking his head. When mm. will they learn? <laughs> yeah. Did another, Danny Glover, another job done well. Oh, he's like, well, another case solved. <laughs> I'll lock this one away in my crime files.
0: Erase that one <laughs> off the big board. <laughs> Uh, Stuart, I'm surprised you didn't jump in earlier uh, when we are talking about Peter Stormare's... So the, uh,
2: you forgot the best scene in the movie. Now, this is <laughs> a scene that makes the movie worth watching, at least this part. This part. Is the scene where Nicolas Cage is pushing it's
1: Peter It's right after Stormare Nicolas down Cage's down the, daughter's funeral. Peter Stormare says, let's take a walk. And so they're, Nicolas Cage is pushing his wheelchair through the cemetery. And there's just something about
2: the, the angle of the shot that makes Peter Stormare in his <laughs> wheelchair and Nicolas Cage walking behind him look like he's walking... These two tiny legs.
1: <laughs> it looks like Peter Schreiber's two tiny dwarf legs that he's using to walk down. And they the keep street. the shot for so long. <laughs> and once Stuart pointed it out to me, I could you not see stop, it any other yeah. way. So it was a real
0: optical illusion. You thought you were looking at a pretty lady, and then all of a sudden you're looking at an old lady.
1: <laughs> I mean, that is just a natural passage of time. Mm-hmm. You thought you were looking at a duck and then you were looking at a rabbit. Again, the natural passage of time. You marry a duck and suddenly in the blink of an eye it's forty years later and that duck's a rabbit. A rascally rabbit. <laughs> a wascally wabbit. Uh, yeah.
2: uh, I, I'm I'm sensing a like a Bugs Bugs Bunny theme or Yeah, the restaurant.
1: The Bugs Bunny theme restaurant that <laughs> sure. I opened. Yeah.
0: That's right.
2: It's mostly. Carrots. Is it like a plan in Hollywood? Does it have like a mannequin wearing
1: backwards Bugs Bunny and Taz clothes? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, and uh, one of one of Bugs Bunny's original teeth is in a <laughs> yeah. is in a case.
0: And for a while in the nineties, it was like a hip hop restaurant for some reason that yeah. I yeah. don't quite understand. And then in the, then, the early
1: two thousands, it was like this weird action science fiction restaurant. Yeah. Do you guys remember that show, Lunatics Unleashed? Oh, that was the it was the. Uh, like the sci-fi version? The Adventures of, of Buzz Bunny. I'll tell yeah. you when that show made sense to me. Okay. I was in the Dominican Republic, <laughs> waiting in a very small airport. <laughs> I had malaria. <laughs> and it, it was on a, t- on a TV in the food court of this very small airport. It was playing Lunatics Unleashed, dubbed into Spanish. And there's something about watching it in Spanish where it was like, all right, this makes sense as the like bizarre bootleg Looney Tunes cartoon yeah. produced in the Dominican Republic, where they don't really understand that the characters are not badass action heroes this makes sense to me now so i advise you to watch it in spanish in a, in I the dr
0: airport <laughs> the american republic and, uh, it's worth the trip that shit out that's um, what you're
1: saying right it's worth a, worth the trip oh yeah and then just turn around and come right back <laughs> yeah so bugs bunny let's set him aside we're talking about rage cage and the cage of rage i don't know how much there is to he
0: possibly. is trapped is pretty, by his
1: rage that's is, the thing yeah his rage has damned him and I'll tell you this. Okay, I'll give you this. The story is thin as all get out. Yep. There's not a lot of plot here. There's not a lot of character. But uh, for a movie that's not very good and is very boring, I thought at times visually it had some nice style. There were shots every now and then where I was like, oh, that's an interesting shot. Uh, now there were also a lot of action scenes where you couldn't really tell what was going on and then it would turn to ultra slow-mo and there'd just be people pumping gun bullets into walls. Yeah.
2: But Yeah, I mean, that, I, f- I felt like it was a weird gun mixture bullets of. bullets the worst kind of bullets. Oh, yeah. It was a weird mixture of, like, very boring shots and with the occasional, like, a decent shot mixed in there.
1: Yeah. um, I feel like you could make a Tumblr called the Cage Rage Tumblr. You'd have, like, six still images, and you'd be like, this looks like a pretty neat movie. Then you'd watch it and be terrible.
2: Yeah. I hate to do this. Three of those shots would
1: be from that one scene of him pushing
2: Peter Stomer.
1: Yeah, but then there'd be one from the scene where he's chasing a Russian guy. And this Russian guy is easily 10, 15 years older than Nicolas Cage. Yeah. And one of Nicolas Cage's friends. He's probably been drinking because he was at a strip club. Oh, yeah. He was just at a strip club. And Nicolas Cage starts chasing him. And one of his friends shoots the guy in the belly from far away. And his other friend is like, what are you doing? In the
2: middle of the street in broad daylight. Just in
1: broad daylight. And Nicolas Cage chases after him. And it takes Nicolas Cage a surprisingly long time to catch up to and catch this older gentleman who's been shot in the gut already.
0: Oh, and it was one of those uh, no strip strip clubs that we've yeah, seen the so many times in the movies. And this is like, there's no
2: cover charge.
0: That's why people go to those because I mean, everything else is covered up already.
2: Yep, it's a uh, negative two drink minimum. They
1: <laughs> <laughs> so buy you two drinks to show. Up.
0: This is the sort of movie where it confuses me the most, though, where it's like there's clearly enough like violence and swearing. Yeah, to, people like, are raging. I don't know.
1: There's not that much swearing. I think this might have been a PG-13 movie. You Dave. think so? It's pretty violent, but it's not. Did we just get Bloody tricked violent. into watching a PG thirteen movie. I think we did. This is the that happens to me the all Unborn. the time. was that a PG thirteen one? Wait, what? What was the one with the where the poster was the girl looking in the mirror? And, oh, I think and it was Unborn. The you're the talking about the butt, the butt. Yeah, that butt horror movie. <laughs> it, was, mm-hmm. it, it, <laughs> it was. like, like uh, it was like me where You're sold on a butt. <laughs> exactly. It's amazing to me that in this day of a, day and age, you can still sell a movie on the image of a girl, the promise of a girl's butt. <laughs> <laughs> That's still enough to sell a film. Yeah. So, Dan, you were saying... I mean, that,
0: saying, that, I mean that, that's like a real flashback to the Roger Corman days. <laughs> it's like the cheapest special effects. Just
2: slap breasts. a butt on the poster. Are you um,
1: double-checking. I, I mean, I, I guess that's Tinto Brass his whole career, except... I was trying to look he, at what the rating was. He pays but, off the promise of butts, that's for sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm not finding it, so... Maybe it was unrated. Yeah. Was this released in theaters? I don't even know that. I do not know. Was this a movie that was
0: made? We may have had a... Were yeah, we incepted? Like a group hallucination.
1: A it's <laughs> called.
2: So this, in some ways, this doesn't fall under the category of movies we would normally watch, other than it stars Nicholas Cage. I mean, I, I think it was released in a the theater somewhere. No way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> what theater? Where? I, I mean, I don't know. Let's call it. uh... The the cage or cage or at like like
2: BAM Cinemas at uh, the landmark Sunshine uh, Fancy. I bet you there's
1: like a ground round family restaurant (laughs) where this was accidentally projected on a screen while children ate free popcorn (laughs) while they were waiting for their chicken fingers. According (laughs) to
0: Wikipedia, like this is all right. This is the entirety of the production section of uh, Wikipedia's entry on Rage. Filming began in June 2013 in Mobile, Alabama. The end. That's all. I mean, do you really
1: want to know this more about the production details. of, of all you Rage? So we need to know. Yeah. Now here's. I'm gonna. I'm, you know what? I I'm mean, just gonna go out on a limb. You know what this movie? Mobile needs?
2: looks great.
1: Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. I think the a great uh,
2: place to live, except
1: for all the crack houses and places that don't have uh, wallpaper. <laughs> there's almost no rooms with wallpaper in this movie. It's like they all live in that one apartment in Twelve Monkeys that they hide out in very briefly.
2: And there was the scene where Nicolas Cage was chasing that guy, and it was basically a
1: direct lift of uh, Raising, uh, Raising Arizona. Arizona. There was like, I w- I hope that that was like a, a real nod to Raising Arizona, where he's chasing the guy, and they run into a house. They're running through backyards, and the dog is barking at them, like. I hope. I wish they were like. You know what? We're gonna put as many Nicolas Cage references into this movie as we can, mm-hmm. and they put that one in. And they were like, "Uh, how are we gonna fit honeymoon in Vegas yeah. into this movie?" That's you know what? easy. Forget I mean, it. there was a Sorcerer's
0: Apprentice one that we totally missed. We cool. just, just, we just missed it, guys. We're, what do you mean? Well, because we're not sorcerer heads.
1: <laughs> we're not. Sor- I don't know what it is, man. I'm we just saying, don't the movie
0: well enough. We're not. We're not apprentices.
1: Is that what Sorcerer's Apprentice Wait, fans what? are called? Is that, <laughs> like, and is that a drug you're taking?
0: <laughs> I think he should be taking
2: it
1: the way he's just side effects of you. friends might include saying random shit, <laughs> <laughs> misreading lady things. Lady tongue. Lay-
0: <laughs> I've got restless tongue syndrome.
1: How many Nicolas Cage movies? That is have we the worst. Launched? Come on, you could ever t- give to a girl.
0: Uh, hey, baby. <laughs> I got restless tongue syndrome. I'm <laughs> terrible at that. <laughs> So
2: what we we'll saying, like exactly. Yeah, exactly. A, well. Hey, I was trying to leave some fucking subtext right. there, dude. Yeah, okay. come on. Um. Yeah. How many How many Nicolas Cage movies have we watched? We've watched a bunch, and this is we've probably the that's second. That's one of those worst. things that we could have double checked before.
1: <laughs> I mean, I didn't ask the question. I think we've. Uh, that's why I asked it to you. I, I thought you'd fucking remember
2: more
0: than three, board. less than a hundred. Other than the, like the three that have been critically acclaimed in that time. We have watched every Nicolas Cage movie that's come out every since the flop one? since
1: the flop house started. Did we watch we didn't watch the one with John Cusack, right? Uh, Frozen on, Ground. On Frozen, Frozen Deadly yeah, Ground. We didn't watch that. Did so watch I guess Frozen. I just disproved your fucking thesis, okay. Professor Wrong. He said well,
2: critical critically acclaimed movies. He was pretty critically acclaimed
1: that, right? I don't think so. Let's um You know what, Dan? I was too harsh <laughs> with you just now and I apologize. I was feeling a little bit of I guess you'd call it rage. <laughs> uh and i apologize we've been in each other's throats all night guys yeah, yeah because of this damn nicholas cage movie nicholas cage why are you doing this to us this is supposed to be the most joyful time of year uh yeah we got a lovely weather for a cage ride together with you <laughs> we just gotta wrap this shit up uh um... the weather outside is caging <laughs> the movie is kind of enraging but let since we have no place to go let it cage let it cage let it cage terrible
0: uh so was this a good bad movie a bad bad movie or a movie you kind of like Stuart what do you, what 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 do you say Aside from that one scene yeah. it was a bad bad movie okay. The one
1: scene in which a poorly chosen <laughs> camera angle made <laughs> it look like Peter Stormare had tiny legs tiny dwarf legs yeah Uh
0: yeah I I I agree there's really as you can hear in your ear holes right now we're we struggling to think of things to say about this movie because this is about as nothing as a movie could be. Like, the first ten minutes of it, I thought, oh, this could be, like, a very, like, stripped-down, basic revenge movie that I could enjoy. And then, like, the last five minutes, I'm like, oh, okay, well, it had slightly more on its mind than I thought it did. Like, it was about how...
1: Yeah, I mean... Violence begets violence. Yeah, I mean,
0: there's a little twist of, like, you know, him, like, going on this whole rampage and not, not for any good reason, but... In between, there's a whole lot of nothing.
1: It's a really repetitive movie, too. They just kind of go around in circles. The characters mm-hmm. never accomplishing anything because, because, of course, they're wrong-headed the whole time. But even like, even the repercussion, like you could have set up that there were big repercussions of what they're doing, but all it ended up being was this Russian guy and Peter Stormare shooting each other in a parking lot. Yeah, I mean, P- I Cage
0: gets shot at the end, but that I mean, it takes a long. Time. Do you think oh, that P- was? Yeah, right. Do you think that was Any Danny Robert Glover's Hursons.
1: plan the whole time? Was to get the entire
2: criminal underworld of Mobile, <laughs> Alabama, to clean itself out? Yeah, maybe he's, a, he's like a, that's natural selection. <laughs> or well, before he tried to play it off
0: as that afterwards, <laughs> down at the police had like, like, well, everything turned out just as I thought it would. <laughs> Damn it, Danny!
1: <laughs> you but- let you let several shootouts go on in your in your town. <laughs> Dozens of people are dead. There was a car chase. Yeah, Just as I planned. According to plan. That is not <laughs> possible. You might say it was possible. a bit of pure luck. <laughs> <laughs> you might say I was the predator too. <laughs> I guess my mind is quite the lethal weapon. Mm-hmm. Beloved. No longer will... Mobile, yeah. Alabama, be a grand canyon. Nicholas Cage was seeing the color red, um, but all I see is the color purple. Unforgiven. <laughs> uh, he's not in that. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he is. Danny Glover? Danny Glover
0: is totally unforgiven. What character <laughs> Let does he play? What's, it, yeah,
1: what's his character's name? This, is his character's name Morgan this. Freeman, racist dance? <laughs> is it Gene Ackman?
0: Does
1: yeah, it play is his Gene character Ackman. named Richard Harris? Yeah, Richard Harris. So, anyway, uh, I also give it a bad, bad. This It had potential. Any movie called Rage with Nicholas Cage. Oh, you know what? I'm thinking of Silverado. He was in Silverado. <laughs> they're so different. <laughs> like opposite days of movies. Well, I mean, they're both yeah, Westerns, no, He though. was in Irreversible. Oh, I'm sorry. I was thinking of Who Framed Roger Rabbit. <laughs> Kevin
2: <laughs> Kline was in uh, Unforgiven, right? Yeah, yeah. He plays and, uh, Clint Eastwood. And Jeff Goldblum, yeah. <laughs> and his sexiest Westernist.
1: <laughs> you guys. And... Not you're not just racist. You're Western <laughs> racist. All Westerns look alike to you. Um, I was watching that movie, Blazing Saddles. Oh no, no, no. I'm sorry. Wyatt Earp. So, I was watching that movie, Stagecoach. Oh no, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was A Million Ways to Die in the West. Oh no, you shouldn't watch that. Uh, and I give it a bad, bad. Could have been, could have been potential. Could have been, should have been. I would rate this one only for the Cage completest. Watch Stolen again <laughs> before you watch Rage once. I'd even watch Seeking Justice before this one. Yeah, Seeking Justice had some funny stuff in it. He I'd had watch, to go buy those candy bars to I'd, show that he wanted justice. <laughs> <I'd watch
2: laughs> I, I think I <laughs> I think Season <laughs> the Witch
1: had a demon fight at least. <laughs> I think I may still watch this before Bangkok Dangerous. Yes. I would say this is the second worst we've seen. Bangkok Dangerous is still the worst.
2: Because at least this movie there's some rage. In Bangkok
1: Dangerous, there's nothing dangerous. Not even date. no. Mm-hmm. It's barely in Bangkok. Mostly takes place in the Bangkok suburbs um so <laughs> Bangkok Heights they call it the <laughs> <laughs> Bangkok Palisades moving on um
0: dot org uh, we have sold out our live show at the
1: Bell House what that's what that's right what it's sold yeah. out there are no tickets left there are none not even if they sleep with you Dan well we could work something out
0: that was creepy I'm sorry there's was, no tickets left I, I
1: introduced it and it was super <laughs> creepy to me um no, but uh, but here's the so thing. thanks, Whoppers for selling out the our show weeks ahead of when the show actually was. And if
2: that thing Dan just said creeped you out, you can't return those tickets. No, 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 non-refundable. <laughs> but the
0: offer's still open. <laughs> no <laughs> it's creepy. So, uh, but we did want to say that uh, if you if you're coming, if you want to make a night of it, if you want to come to risk <laughs> the podcast that's on, before us, hosted yeah, by yeah. Kevin hosted Allison, by Mr. Kevin Allison of the state. Yeah, uh, true stories boldly told. Um, if you use the code Flophouse Fan at checkout, you can get those tickets for ten dollars, uh, as opposed to twelve. As opposed to twelve dollars advance tickets, or 15 that's a fifty percent
1: saving. So yeah. I don't know math.
0: <laughs> no. Um, so that code again is Flophouse Fan. Uh, When buying tickets for Risk, which precedes us, that starts at eight. Yeah, and we're on ten. So, uh, just wanted to give you that.
1: So, what's the code again? Flophouse fan. (coughs) Flophouse, and uh, hey, we got another thing to plug, don't we? What's that? Now it's coming out the day. Came out today, the day we're recording this. But maybe you'll still get a chance to buy it in stores if it hasn't sold out but a little comical book we've been talking about called Flash Gordon Holiday Special.
2: Yeah, the internet is on fire. Somebody put the it out? No wait.
1: Ah.
2: Let it burn because the Flash Gordon Holiday Special is awesome and on fire.
1: Wait, this, I'm not <laughs> don't really read the logic. Hold on, right. radical. Well, wait, well okay. There's three stories in it, each one written by a different Flophouse co-host. Mm-hmm. Their names are Dan Stewart uh-huh. and Elliot, mm-hmm. and they're Ori- totally radical. <laughs>
0: You know, for a fun game, you could not look on the inside cover and try and guess who wrote what. It's not that fun. No, but, I mean, I mean, if you're a lonely child <laughs> with no friends sitting at home, you could you could do that. And uh, yeah, I, wanted, what are,
2: you, are you just going to tell the the darkness? Yeah, you're and, just going to make those guesses out. To, and then once you, if you get it right, your, you can to the fucking bobatoo
1: hanging out <laughs> in your backyard. <laughs> if you get it right,
0: you can quietly go yay <laughs> to yourself.
1: And then masturbate to the red Sonia ads in the back of the comic. <laughs> So that's a good time.
2: That was the best part was showing uh, showing a guy at work, uh, showing one of my customers when I was at work, the uh, comic I wrote, and they always stop at the Red Sonya <laughs> ad. And I'm like, I didn't write that. They're like, hmm. Maybe <laughs> See, you should have. She-devil
0: with the sword, you say. Um, but. Why is it always butts with you, Dave? Now that we have gotten through that nonsense. I want to plug something. Oh.
2: So add on.
1: Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. Surprise plug.
2: On February 21st in the next year, that's 2015, at the Alamo Drafthouse in Yonkers, New York, uh, they're going to be screening a rare 35 millimeter print of the movie. Hassle free.
1: What? What? The yes, ding dong ripoff indeed. movie? Indeed.
2: You will see the ding dong ripoff in the flesh.
1: Whoa. <laughs> Just joking.
2: It's going to be on screen. Oh. Uh, I'm going to be there. And it doesn't exist. Uh, there may <laughs> be some other special guests. Uh, tickets are going to go on sale in January. Uh, that's February 21st. I totally recommend it. It's super fun. Alamo Draft House. So, Yonkers, New York.
1: Moving on, USA. To Planet Earth rated R is Milky Way Is The universe
2: Hello I'm Taco The elephant magician Merle High Church here The master of clerical magic I'm Magnus Burnside The fighter Did you guys like that? did you the listener
1: like that you were just swept up in a world of high fantasy and magic where anything can happen and anything is possible
2: i am griffin mcelroy dungeon master for the adventure zone a new podcast
1: on maximum fun in which magic and mystery intertwine for a very erotically charged role-playing <laughs> experience
2: you can catch it every other thursday here on maximumfun.org or itunes it's for dungeons and dragons but with family
0: Hi, this is Dave Hill from Dave Hill's Podcasting Incident on the Maximum Fun Network. I'm here with my lovely and talented secretary, Ms. Shayna
1: Feinberg. Shana, I understand you've been doing a bit of research to find out what listeners think of the show. Yes, I have, Dave. And what have you found? Well, people that love it say they love it because it's just Dave hanging out with someone in his apartment.
0: Awesome. What, what do people
1: that hate it say? They hate it because it's just Dave hanging out with someone in his apartment. Oh. Listen to Dave Hill's podcast dancing on the Maximum Fun Network. Mother was that too much? No, I think it was perfect. Letters from listeners. We love them. The next segment. You write them, we, we read them. You eat them, <laughs> we, we see them. <laughs> you beat them, <laughs> then you greet them. <laughs> Lead them, cheat them. Thanks.
0: So, this first letter <laughs> is
1: titled Let Her In. Oh, God. She's a letter. Let yeah. her into your mailbox. Let her in. It's a letter. For you and the lady, but a letter. It's a piece of paper with writing on it, but there's something distinctly feminine about it. Can't quite explain it. Maybe a woman was reincarnated as a letter or a tree made into paper for us to write a letter on I don't know; it's beyond my she, understanding. She slept with Zeus and Hera, turned her into a tree. Yeah. The important thing is, it's a letter. Letter in. Letters was taped in front of a live studio audience. Thanks, <laughs> guys. Thanks, guys. Or specifically, Elliot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sit, letter, sit. Rough.
0: Good letter. <laughs> this goes a little something like this, dear Dan.
1: Something like this, or is this the exact text of the letter? I, I, mean, I may paraphrase. Yeah, know, he's mixing it
2: up.
0: <laughs> Dear Dan, the real McCoy, Elliot, Waylon, Kalen, and Stuart, Beefcake, Wellington. If the, oh, wow. If the Crypt Keeper opened a Chinese restaurant. <laughs>
1: now, this feels like entrapment. <laughs> one,
0: would it be scary out or die in? Two, would he serve Mongolian, Mongolian beef?
1: beef? <laughs> Three. Would he serve boo-goo-dai-pan? I feel like this or, is more of a pitch than a letter. If he played a joke,
0: would he put creepy in your Coke? Not, <laughs> not to be confused with Cree Pee, the urine of the Cree race. <laughs> Keep up the magnificent work. Sweet Pee Garfunkel, name help lovingly. <laughs>
1: so what did that have to do with us? I mean, well, I mean we, loved the we love the creeper and his puns. That's pretty much it. I know that the, crypt keeper, that the crypt keeper married a Chinese woman. It doesn't mean that they have to open a Chinese restaurant. Mm. She's very sweet. Oh, Okay, and very happy and together.
3: understanding.
1: Yeah, she. Ha- you have to be when you're married to a crypt I keeper. You have to have I mean, a great sense a of, of humor. Of yeah. cultural misunderstandings. One of them's Chinese. The other one's a ghoul. <laughs> well, but the thing is, there's so many great opportunities for puns in the Chinese language. And yeah. she
2: really supports his uh, his interest in getting dressed up for stuff. <laughs> Why I mean, putting on costumes and <laughs> oh, shit? Like Man. tuxedos and things. Yeah, he puts tuxedos and like Dracula costumes on. How are those two this things different? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm so well, one confused. of them has like an ascot, He's, like a fucking By bunch everything.
1: of medals and shit.
0: <laughs> now, is there something about her being a Chinese woman specifically that makes her more supportive? No, I'm just saying of- she's very. No, supportive she's just a very
1: nice lady. Okay, damn, not everything is about race. Well, everything. The weird thing is up until this point,
0: it seemed like it was
1: being about race, so I didn't.
2: Weird thing is her name's Julia. He's never called her Gulia.
1: No, out of respect.
2: Yeah, it's a foundation of respect.
1: Yeah. So that was a marriage, guys. (laughs) He does actually, although occasionally, say that he'd like to stake love to her. Mm -hmm. And he holds like a vampire stake, you know? Yeah. She puts up with it. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, there was some misunderstanding when at the wedding, uh, they said, uh, do you take this woman to be your lawfully wedded wife? And he goes, I die. (laughs) So do you mean I do? They're like, that's not even a good one. (laughs) No, it's not a good pun. And you have to say I do. It's legally binding, sir. Um, (laughs) Crypty. You gotta say the right words, or you're not gonna be married. And his wife, Julia, was like, "crypty for me, can you please be serious for once? All right, for boo, Julia.
0: Mm-hmm. She's his boo. Anyway. <laughs> uh, this one goes like this My boyfriend loves y'all. So was
2: the old witch his um uh, his best man or the, the old witch was the, the, the maid of honor. The, and the vault the, the vault
0: keeper
1: the vault keeper was man. the best man. Yeah.
2: Okay. Oh, wow. So she, she's in with his friends if she's when the old witch was his mate of
1: honor. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no. Julia was quickly became part of the gang. Great. I'm glad that
0: that all worked out. <laughs> was, for, was
1: William Sadler invited? <laughs> I'm, great, I'm great that this fictional marriage is working out well. <laughs> but they're not going to get a, divorced. You know why? You know why, Dan? Communication is the foundation <laughs> of any marriage. And respect. I think we've respect already talked about that. And the ability to laugh together. Yeah. Thank you. So William Sadler was invited. Yeah, William Sadler was actually the, the uh, performed the ceremony. Oh wow, I didn't. Know yeah, that he did. got inducted, uh, uh, ordained in the Church of Life online. <laughs> yeah, he was like, sure. "I hope you have a good." It's ironic because he played death in yeah. the Bill Dead movie.
0: <laughs> I hope you have a good demon wedding night. He said, because he's in the movie Demon Night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah.
2: yeah. oh, yeah.
1: he was like, "Yes, good. I get the joke." Billy Zane yeah. was it's not It's a invited. minor effort. <laughs> Dennis, um, Miller no. oh, Dennis Miller was there. Matt Fruer was there.
2: Dennis Miller was there because of Bordello Blood. Sure. Matt Fruer was there because of Max Headrom
1: Max Headrom <laughs> He's
0: the Headrom <laughs> Um. So this letter goes like this. My boyfriend loves y'all more than he loves me. Really.
1: Wow. That's gonna say. He does. He's listening to Not every. After that last bit. <laughs> no. no. He is shutting it off and declaring himself flop free. Since 24th season. He's, He's looking around his room and all of his, his flop, flop collectibles <laughs> throwing them away. Just torching them. Yeah, uh-huh. Just with so have lighter in an aerosol can.
0: He's listened to every episode twice and sometimes mentions your names like your close friends. So I've done what every jealous girlfriend does and checked out my competition. Now I know nothing about movies, so pretty much everything you talk about goes right over my head. But I have to admit, I've been enjoying listening to the Flophouse. you have great chemistry. Elliot's voice makes me giggle. And sometimes you talk about a cat. So great. <laughs> I wish I could say that I don't enjoy listening to the podcast uh, so I'd have a legitimate reason to be bitter. But unfortunately, I cannot. I'm willing to share my boyfriend with you and even make nice um, with the other I think woman. you've misunderstood okay, our feelings. We
2: just want him on
0: weekends. <laughs> <laughs> but I reserve the right to terminate the relationship at any point. Okay, boys? Okay, good. Glad to be able to get that off my chest. Thanks for reading. Mackenzie. P.S. Castle Freak? Seriously? P.S. Some more. If you happen to read this during letters, Richard, I love you. Oh, that's very sweet. Yes, I hope that they
1: haven't broken up in between times. Wow, (laughs) way to go to the dark place, (laughs) Dan. (laughs) We told a beautiful story of love between an old cryptkeeper and Julia. I'm just acknowledging (laughs)
0: how long it takes me to get to some of these letters.
1: Well, when's that letter from? I don't know. (laughs) Lost to the mists of time. Uh, sure. Sometime before the third Martian rebellion,
0: mm-hmm. like gorillas in the <laughs> mist.
1: These are the days of our lives. Was uh was that between the guys with the forearms and the uh, tripods or? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was the war between the uh, the Martians from War of the Worlds, the Martians from uh, John, John Carter, Carter and Charlie. the Martians from uh, from out of the Silent Planet. Was uh Alan Moore doing the script or? Uh yeah yeah okay so but then he disavowed okay. all knowledge of it. It and,
2: was okay, and they got.
1: Kind of weird with weird sex stuff. Well, that's the thing. It turned into all the characters having sex with each other, and then Orlando showed up because he loves that character even though nobody else does. Hilda Swinton does, dude. <laughs> that's a, well, I guess it's the same character, but technically, <laughs> if
0: only Orlando would show up. So this letter is from Alec, last name withheld, who writes, Guinness. In the Any Which Way You Can episode, you fellows expressed some discomfort concerning Clyde's treatment of his orangutan consort.
1: Uh, You mean kidnapping and uh, sexual harassment? Yes.
0: And Philo's complicity in this apparent great ape date rape. But (laughs) somewhere... (laughs) somewhere,
2: Trying to mix up Dan. I like it.
0: Somewhere (laughs) in the deep recesses of my consciousness, a light went off and I reexamined a passage in a book I'd read once on evolutionary psychology. I remembered correctly. The majority of orangutan couplings would be considered rape by human standards. Let me explain.
1: No, please. Sexually mature male orangutans
0: <laughs> no. fall into two categories, langed and unflanged.
1: <laughs> Sexually mature orangutans fall into two categories, scientifically known as goofuses and gallants. <laughs> Go- goofus orangutans play instead of helping their mother set the table, whereas gallant orangutans set the table and then say, thank you for a delicious meal.
2: Can I buy a book to find out which one I am from Spencer's Gifts?
1: <laughs> Probably. <laughs> It's right next to the card of Michelangelo's David with a big dick. Lange males
2: are older. That for,
1: like a birthday? Or? It's like a lady's birthday or bachelorette party. Okay. I would think it'd be for like
2: a guy's birthday because they think if they're getting older, their dick's getting bigger, right? No, no, the, the, for the guy's birthday <laughs> is the card
1: of the Mona Lisa with their top oh, down and there's no, her boobs hanging sense. out. Spencer's <laughs> gifts being crass and crude since whenever it started. Also, it has that...
0: Globe where you put your hands on and there's static electricity. Yeah, yeah. It's called a static globe. That's where all the nerds hung out in Spencer's. I mm-hmm. was by the truck nuts and guns and roses t-shirts display. <laughs> but anyway, flanged mo- males are older, fifteen to twenty years, and have reached this age in absence of any other flanged males. Oh, I'm Flange glad we got males. Back. <laughs> they have the characteristic cheek and throat flaps and longer tail hair. <laughs> Unflanged males are somewhat younger and or have reached maturity in the presence of Of a dominant flange Uh, male. Does anyone
1: explain what a flange is? (laughs) Though
0: (laughs) flanged males attract females with a long. I'm just going to assume
1: it's some kind of of a spring that has like a fake eyeball (laughs) on it or something. And protect
0: their harems by roving unflanged males. The unflanged, like our hero Clyde, are able to mate only by force. Points to Dan if you made it through the above paragraph without tripping over his booze numbed tongue. Zero points. Anyway, it seems, therefore, that rather than being morally dubious, Any Which Way's treatment of orangutans' sexuality is merely accurate.
1: Uh, As Werner Herzog would say, Any Which Way But Loose (laughs) represents the inherent brutality of romance (laughs) in the animal kingdom, a world where true love (laughs) is but a lie, (laughs) and all sexual relations are but a battle between one set of chromosomes over another. I mean, the next sentence basically says that. It. it actually forces <laughs> us not to not with a- that bad accent. Acknowledge <laughs> the
0: species-specific evolutionary basis of our own sense of right and wrong. Please know, I would never stand behind. When you stare into the Clyde, <laughs> do You stare
1: into the abyss of your very soul.
0: <laughs> I would never stand behind any act of human on human sexual violence. But when it comes I to hope so.
1: <laughs> even, our-
0: I hope <laughs> taking a big stand there, <laughs> buddy. Yes, yeah, this bold stance. <laughs> yep.
2: Same kind of standard like a Nickelback song takes. <laughs> 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 How so, do? Like they got songs like, they all, like it's not cool to beat up a woman and shit like oh, that. Okay. Like no shit.
0: Yeah. Continue. <laughs> they they've got like a song that's called Candy is Sweet.
1: What? <laughs> 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 Just like a very basic thing. Okay, maybe the least <laughs> creepy thing anyone could have ever said and out of Dan it sounds creepy. <laughs> Uh, but I mean, Daniel, you've, you've mastered creepiness to the point. I think like you could say anything and make it creepy. Just go like, it's raining today. <laughs> or, like, or like, grandma says hi. <laughs> uh, You're a master is what I'm saying. I can only uh, bow at the feet of the master. Okay. Well, a regular creep show.
0: Thank you. You've successfully made me feel terrible about myself. <laughs> but when it comes to even our closest cousins, who are we to judge? Clearly Buddy Wait, Van Horn feels the same way. My cousin Sarah and
2: Jill? <laughs> yeah.
0: So, anyway, Keep that's... Keep
2: them away from fl- unflanged
1: males. Or <laughs> <We're laughs> flanged males, for that matter. <laughs>
0: Alright, well, Alex, last name withheld. Thank Thanks, you buddy. for your your. Our Are orangutans orangutan really our closest tips?
1: cousins closer than chimpanzees?
0: Uh, Ask the, the letter. I, I uh, le- Letter.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> are orangutans <laughs> really our closest cousins?
1: Maybe to you. Zing burn. Oh,
0: that was weird. Wow. That was a really letter sassy letters. <laughs> it's a sassy letter, but the burn, the quality of the burn was pretty low. I
1: feel like. I mean, yeah, it's a letter. You got to, you know.
0: <laughs> sure, grading on a curve. <laughs>
1: yes, trouble with the grating on the curve. <laughs> so,
0: all right, this last uh,
1: letter. Just tell me, is the word flange in it? No. It's titled "Urgent Question!" Exclamation point. An urchin question. Okay. You're gonna to want to make sure to butcher that urchin pretty carefully to get the right meat out of it. Don't so watch out for the spines. Yeah. I watch out for its urchin. little, yeah, its oh. little no, no, that's hands. What I'm talking about. Yeah, there's little kids
0: that live on the street that are sure those hands. Uh, you wanna, you wanna have the urchin clean your uh, chimney before you butcher it. Before
2: you butcher it, <laughs> it's where you turn it into a birch tree. <laughs> Ever since it had sex with Zeus, Hera birched that urchin.
0: <laughs> we call it birching. <laughs> Getting totally birched. Okay, urgent question. Dear oh. Flophouse. Oh. Dear Flophouse, urgent question. Yes. What Julie Andrews movies are worth watching? Lewis, last name withheld.
1: What Julie Andrews movies are worth watching? Yeah. Well, there's The Americanization of Emily. Yeah. That's you a good your, movie. You uh, got your
0: Mary Poppins. Yeah, Yep. Uh if like me when you were young you had weird sexual feelings about Mary Poppins, you want to watch SOB so you can see Julian Andrews Topless. I've never yeah, seen yeah. the
1: movie all the way through, but my mom's a big fan of Victor Victoria. Victor Victoria's not bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh is and, that it? I mean it's there's I maybe there's not a lot of uh I mean she's in like Sound of Music, but it's not that good a movie. No, it she's isn't. in like the Princess Diaries. that's a more recent Julian Andrews. Yeah, Do you check to see if she's in Unforgiven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah. she she plays the duck of death right that would be a totally different movie was julie andrews why not kill a president uh yeah what other movies is she in dan she didn't she
0: hasn't done she you know she was uh she has some voices in shrek so not good enchanted, nothing good there i don't recommend shrek uh in fact it's here? not shrek-commended <laughs> There's an On Golden Pond, a TV version of that, though.
1: Okay, Not I haven't seen that original. version of it. Uh, Fine Romance? Is that Julie, it? Andrews. <laughs> Julie Andrews. Julie <laughs> yeah. uh, Andrews. You've tuned into IMDb. the podcast. Dan looks up Julie Andrews movies on his phone while you
0: listen. Uh, the Pink Panther Strikes Again.
1: Which one is that? Is that the one with the laser that's going to destroy the Earth? Yes, is-
0: that's the Doomsday uh, laser. Okay. That's a good one. It's All right. Of the Pink Panther films.
1: I think that's uh you know, like that's second or third after Shot in the Dark. I like uh what's the one where with Christopher Plummer as the Phantom? I think that's my second favorite. It's either Return yeah. I think it's Return of the Pink Panther. That's the one with the uh the stuff about uh, asking about if there are any rooms at the hotel, right? Right. And he arrests that the guy who's like the monkey that's that's begging the good on. The street. dog, does he bide? Yeah, I think so. There's a lot <laughs> there's a lot in that movie of Frenchmen not understanding Peter Sellers' French accent. Um, So Julie Andrews is not in that, but it's still still good. And apparently, not in that many good movies, even though being an icon. So so here's what you're going to do You're going to take a picture of Julie Andrews, you're going to cut it out, you're going to put it on your TV screen. Now, every movie you watch has Julie Andrews in it. I don't care what movie it is Nightmare Before Christmas, Spaceballs, Jurassic Park, (laughs) Ghostbusters, Birth of a Nation. Julie Andrews is in it now. Oh, Sherlock Jr. with Julie Andrews. Done. There you go. Fantasia with Julie Andrews. Here it is. Uh, the Land That Time Forgot, sure. The Land Before Time, sure. She's in both those. Baby the Last Dinosaur? Baby the Last Dinosaur. Julie Andrews is in it. Look, if you want to see Julie Andrews meet a dinosaur, you're going to have yeah. to do it this way.
0: So this has been one of the weirder episodes we've done.
1: Uh, one of the la- more lackluster, I think. Yeah, it. No, well, I think that Let's the- say you're watching that old California Raisins TV special. Throw Julie Andrews on that. <laughs> the lackluster <laughs> Maybe you're the- watching an episode of ER. Julie Andrews it.
0: The lacklusterness has led to the weirdness.
1: Yeah, you're, you're watching A Town Called Panic. Throw Julie Andrews on that. Yeah. I don't know that movie. No, it's a, it's a French cartoon movie. Is Julie Andrews in it? She is not in it, unless you put a picture she of Julie Andrews on yeah. your screen. Yeah, mm-hmm. You're going to have to do the voice, too. The door's open. Good. You, you want to see Julie Andrews on the voice? Stick Julie Andrews on your screen. Watch My Fair Lady and imagine now that put, she was... Cast in that. Watch Sound of Music, stick a picture of Julie mm. Andrews on there. It's like Multiplicity with Julie Andrews. No, no kidding. Now watch Multiplicity, put Julie Andrews on there. It's like Multiplicity <laughs> with Julie like, Andrews.
2: Is, this, is anything like Virtuosity with Julie
1: Andrews? <laughs> it is if you put Julie Andrews on the top of the TV there. Lawnmower Julie Andrews? Yes, it's Lawnmower Man with a picture of Julie Andrews on it. Well, Julie Andrews of the Corn? Again, you can make it happen. <laughs> um. So Vampire those- Hunter Julie Andrews. Just watch Vampire Hunter D, stick Julie Andrews on sure, the screen. Sure, Hard Bodies with Julie Andrews. You got it. Bikini Car Wash Company with Julie Andrews. You can make it happen. Sure. Those were letters. Any um, Look, Animal Instincts 1, 2, 3, or 4. <laughs> night Eyes, put Julie Andrews on there. Um, They were very useful. Emmanuel and Rio, just stick Julie Andrews on the screen. <laughs> But now we have to put those letters behind us. Halloween 3, Julie Andrews it up. That's Season of
2: the
0: Witch.
1: (laughs) Season of the Julie Andrews Witch. (laughs)
0: Moving to... Star
1: Trek two, Wrath of Khan. No, 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 my friends. Star Trek two, Wrath of Julie Andrews. Recommendations. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Looks like Julie Andrews is taking a day off. (laughs) The next thing that happens
0: is recommendations. Dr. Strange Love. Dr. Julie Andrews Love. We recommend movies that we've seen. Back to Peter Sellers, I guess. That we Peter like.
1: Weller? Sure. <laughs> Robo's Julie Andrews. Buckaroo Andrews across the eighth. Or I could
0: just leave the room and <laughs> this could keep happening. Wait, is Julie
1: my... Andrews the same as Julie, the Crypt Keeper's new wife? Julia, you mean? No, oh, Julia. That's right. Yeah. Julia.
2: Julia. Ju- Julie's short for Julia. Yeah. Julia Andrews is the last cri- Crypt Keeper's last name.
1: <laughs> Andrews is. So she became <laughs> Julia Andrews when she married Crypt Keeper Andrews. <laughs> Wait, are you. <laughs> the guy that they named Andrews Air Force Base after. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because the Crypt Keeper's time in the Air Force. But are you He's saying Blake veteran. Edwards
0: is, is the Crypt Keeper?
1: And have you ever seen them in the room together at the same time? Nope.
0: Yeah, well, you make a good... You make Every time argument. somebody
1: puts a Crypt Keeper sign up in the sky, Blake, Ed, uh, Blake Edwards makes yeah. a hasty exit. Speaking of which, how did Tommy Wiseau get Julie Andrews for the movie The Room? I'll tell you how. Stuck a picture of Julie Andrews on the screen. <laughs>
0: okay. uh, can we please move on to recommendations? Big Top
1: Pee Wee starring Julie Andrews.
0: Of movies that we've seen recently. Cross of
1: Iron from Sam Peckinpah. Oh, God.
0: So I'm going to recommend first in the hopes that we'll shut this down. Um, Critters starring Julie Andrews. (laughs) A couple movies.
2: She one of the Space Bounty Hunters, or I guess she's just in the whole thing. Yeah, you know, yeah, she's scene.
0: just in everything. just
2: a
1: picture of her. Julie Andrews <laughs> in Ghoulies. Now it's called Julie's.
2: Now, does that lower the tension at all? Because you know that there's no chance a critter's going to eat her because she's literally glued to the TV. You don't know that.
1: She's so charismatic as a still image. You think she's part of it, yeah. Sure.
0: You know what? I'm not going to recommend anything.
1: <laughs> no, no, recommend a movie, Dan. <laughs> then we can stick Julie Andrews in it.
0: Uh, I watched a couple of... Uh, screeners lately I, I watched nightcrawler i watched Foxcatcher. now you you're bragging
1: what? that as a voter for the writers writers guild awards you get dvds of movies that are still in the theaters I, I, uh
0: yes i wouldn't say i was bragging it's just a fact mm. Well, you just threw out the term kind screeners. Of a brag.
1: you could have just said you saw these movies and implied that you saw them in the theaters like normal yeah you
2: paid paid full price if you
1: want to see julie andrews in it you'd have to print out a 30 foot tall poster board image of julie andrews stick it in front of the screen this is what you would hear. Hey, down in front. Oh, I'm sorry, Ms. Andrews. I loved you in every movie ever because I put a picture of you in front of it. Continue, please. Um, so what we, did you see that you really liked? I,
0: no, I liked both of those movies, Nightcrawler and Foxcatcher. They both had problems. You I love think.
1: three-syllable titles.
0: Foxcatcher was a little dour all through. It, like, it, it kind of like was pitched on the same level all the way through of uh, sort of oppressive... Um, there's no X-Man named Foxcatcher,
1: right? There isn't, but there should be. Okay, continue.
0: But uh, but the acting was very good from all of the main uh leads. I think uh, one of the dark Riders Tatum. might be
1: named Foxglove. Oh,
0: God, I'm just not gonna sense. do anything. No, 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 this, no Channing Tatum. This, like this question of <laughs> whether X-Man was named Foxcatcher. He's, he's got a fake nose. Like it actually adds literally nothing. There's no reason <laughs> to interrupt with that question. Like, it just does nothing. So
1: let it roll off your back, dude. Like water off a duck's butt. <laughs> Not
0: after all that we've been through. I can't do it. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good movie. Foxcatcher. I, like I don't got much more to you say. you got kind of it. mixed reviews,
1: Dan. That's all I'm saying. How, I like how it, dare man. you interrupt me, and I'm done.
0: Uh, well, I'm, I'm done because I know that if I keep how, talking, how there's how only going to be more Hall? of the fucking thing. How was Jake Gyllenhaal good at Nightcrawler? <laughs> how was Jake Foxcatcher? How
1: was Julie Andrews in Nightcrawler? Of the two
0: movies, I liked Nightcrawler more, but I thought that it was a little simplistic with some of its uh, critique of uh, news journalism and sure. and tabloid journalism. But uh, in terms of like a mood piece, in terms of like a thriller of a kind that's not made a lot anymore, where like the hero of the thriller is not actually like a likable person, but mm. you're still kind of invested. Invested anyway. Yeah. Uh, I liked it a lot on those levels. Both uh, definitely worth seeing. And that's what I'll say about those. Okay.
1: Anyone else have recommendations? Well, uh, I watched one screener so far of what was sent to me. I sent, I watched Boyhood, which I liked. But enough people have talked about Boyhood. We watched a revenge movie today. So I thought I'd recommend a revenge movie. Here's a movie that... Revenge of the Nerds. <laughs> it's called Revenge of the Nerds, Nerds in Paradise. <laughs> <laughs> the revenge. Okay, so the nerds are in heaven, literally Paradiso, and they need revenge on God. It's like the Golden Compass series <laughs> sure, sure. for making them nerds. They say, "God, you're omnipotent. Why did you not place us in a world I'm where imp- nerds are I'm desired?" They
2: made it into heaven
1: with all their cheating and their kind of raping and date raping. <laughs> well, let me tell you, it turns out God is the ultimate party animal, which means it. he is a jerk. <laughs> but anyway, uh, a movie. So here's a, a movie that's not thought of as a revenge movie often. But it is, and it's for a few dollars more, the often overlooked second chapter of the Man with No Name trilogy. In which Lee Van Cleef is a heroic character, unlike his character of Angel Eyes in the third movie, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. And he wants revenge against the villain in it uh, for the killing of his sister, I believe it was. Uh, And there's a great showdown where they're going to fire their guns at each other. When a song stops playing from a you know watch that plays this or it's either a watch or a music box, anyway, uh, it's a movie that I think a lot of people don't see. They skip straight from uh, for a fistful of dollars straight to the Man the Ugly. Take some time to rewatch for a few dollars more. I think you'll enjoy it. Do rat so.
2: Every once in a while, here at the Flop House, we receive uh, things from. Uh, we receive like DVDs from listeners, or <laughs> from things we receive things <laughs> you
1: know, you
0: know, body dildos parts, and uh, springs, and
1: pictures <laughs> of rocks Julie Andrews, and jelly <laughs> beans, and hammers, and snails. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck <laughs> is this a Harry <laughs> Potter spell? <laughs>
3: you
1: know, lint rollers and, <laughs> and jet turbines and blue whales <laughs> and quarks, tire jacks and. Autog- jacks that you play jacks with, autograph pictures of Brent Spiner and armadillos, <laughs> and Peepod armadillos.
2: That's an armadillo with a painting of Dharma and Greg on its side.
1: <laughs> Darmadillo and Greg. It was uh, taken off the air and retooled because nobody wanted to see a show about a man who marries an armadillo. <laughs> uh, so every once in a while, cooking and eating armadillo. <laughs> <laughs> He's just so curious about what this animal tasted like. Yeah, sure. sure.
2: After having tasted, okay, um, After
1: having so we tasted human flesh. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very different show.
2: So every once in a while, uh, we receive stuff from listeners, and sometimes we even Christmas get stuff trees from trees
1: and bags of fleas.
2: We sometimes we also get DVDs from uh, sometimes I guess, even DVD companies, and every what? you know we got a. Sometimes we get these like DVD collections. Anytime it's like Busty Babes or something. something,
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, if anyone wants to send us DVDs that you've made. If anyone wants to send us
0: anything, not, well, I mean, not
1: anything. (laughs)
0: Anything. Dust bunnies,
1: amplifiers. (laughs) Wait, people can make that? That's terrifying.
0: (laughs) Don't send us anything deadly. We send us anthrax albums. But in this case, I'm going to talk
2: about something deadly. Dan, uh, normally if it's something that's like, like bimbo babes or something like a DVD collection. Dan keeps that. We don't get that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he I even got. Tell us about uh, it. He passed along a DVD collection that called no. that was called Explosive Action, and uh, a week or two ago, I popped it in and just picked a, a movie at random to watch. <laughs> it was and called Boobsplurging, <laughs> and it was uh, it was called Nine Deaths of the Ninja. Uh, it's about a two man anti terrorist squad. Played by, uh, their characters are Spike Shinobi, uh, who plays okay. a ninja. Some kind of samurai dog. He's, an, he's, an, uh, he's like the ninja character who has a bandolier of, uh, I guess, Shrickens? like blow pops. Oh. That he sucks on after he's done defeating his enemies. And then he <laughs> gives to uh, the children that inevitably show up after one of these ninja battles is done. And then he has his, like, American cohort, uh, Steve Gordon, (laughs) who is like a total ladies' man in a stallion. Now, this movie is totally worth watching the whole way through, but specifically it's worth watching because it has this opening credit sequence where it's like they wanted to make a James Bond-style, like, opening with, like, naked ladies or dancing ladies and a little bit of violence. So they have the they have the guy who plays Spike Shinobi practice his like samurai sword kata next to a bunch of women who are doing synchronized dancing and there's smoke. But it looks like he's very close to cutting them. Like it's like they just did it all on the same sound stage. Uh so that's totally worth watching. Uh yeah, so check it out. Nine Deaths of the Ninja. There's like a great like foe uh Doctor Strangelove style villain.
1: So uh, the, it's super great. So a ninja has the same number of deaths as a cat. Exactly.
2: I think it's. I think it's part of a big series of ninja movies. But.
0: Uh. Mm-hmm. Ninja goes to Harlem. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, ninja. ninja. Yeah,
1: ninja Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ninja summer camp.
0: Yeah, ninjas everywhere. <laughs>
1: ninjas everywhere. All ninja, over the place. Ninja
0: on the moon.
1: <laughs> Three
2: ninjas. Yeah, three ninjas and a baby. Starring
1: Julie Andrews. (laughs) (laughs) She could be all three of the ninjas. Look, the number of Julie Andrews in the movie is limited only by the number of pictures you print out and stick on your TV screen. (laughs) (laughs) What if when Yoda said to Luke Skywalker, there is another... He meant, I guess he speaks this to Obi Wan's ghost when he says there's another. What if he met Julie Andrews? <laughs> what if I told you that every movie could star Julie Andrews? I'd what say would that be worth to you what? four million dollars at least. I'd say you're crazy.
0: <laughs> well, take that down. It's 1995 plus forty dollars
1: shipping in <laughs> Wow. What are you? Are you shipping it like in an hour? What is? <laughs>
0: we pack it in diamonds. <laughs> oh wow, well, that's, that's incredibly that. cheap then. <laughs> Your kit includes what I feed on. <laughs> your kit includes.
1: <laughs> I guess I did immediately devalue the diamonds. <laughs> your kit includes one picture of Julie Andrews and a form for ordering more pictures of Judy An- Julie Andrews. Um. So, do I recommend another movie? So don't walk, know. don't run to your regular, your local Julie Andrews store. I guess this episode of the Flop called Pound. Spencer's <laughs> Gifts
0: <laughs> was sponsored by Julie Andrews. Uh, Julie,
1: thanks for sponsoring. she could have the danced show. all night on stage. Yeah, not in the movie. Uh,
0: but uh, it's another cage miss wow, coming. On. God,
1: this one's done. We're looking forward. <laughs> to I gotta say,
0: 2015.
1: Now I understand why people say the holiday is the most stressful time of the year. Yeah, I really were. I was really looking forward to cage miss, and yet all I got was heartbreak, exhaustion, and some cheese at crumbs in my pants. Yeah, we're gathered together,
0: three of us, loved ones gathered together. We're not doing this for a while. But right? At each other's throats. The Three
1: wise men following a star, and that star, Nicolas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what did we find but a baby in a manger? A baby goat. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> 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 they call them kids. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> a Harmony Corinne film.
0: <laughs> um... So, uh
1: we've clearly all gone crazy. It's late. <laughs> it's late in the year. Julie Andrews should kiss each of us goodnight and tuck us in and sing us a song. We're deep in the winter months. It's the solstice. We're
0: going uh crazy from lack of sun. <laughs> I mean, I just got back from sun. So I'm I'm not crazy at no, all. I, all right. I
1: have a son. I see him all the time. <laughs>
0: okay. Um so for Did you
1: forget your own name? <laughs> Is that
0: how far gone we are? For the Flop House, I've been Dan McCoy. I've been Stuart Wellington. (laughs) And I'm Julie
2: Andrews.
0: (laughs) Good night. Good night. We're sorry.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So, when we start this thing off, the first thing we should do is say, on tonight's episode, we talk about a movie called... You know, something like that not right? the carry 2 yeah we
0: should do it totally cool cool balls <laughs> like you just <should> did <laughs>
2: <laughs> but not like wacky balls uh, <laughs> or mad balls the, en- the enemies of the uh, boglins
3: yeah <laughs>
2: <laughs> the, the natural prey of <laughs> the boglin <laughs> that's the thing kids like balls Dan <laughs> and they love boglins <laughs> and if you put, <laughs> slap a face on that ball <laughs> it's like a license to print money or yeah. like a you get that license or something <laughs> What, like, like a, a goosh face ball. on a kush ball? that ball
1: <laughs> up. we coosh this ball up by 80%? <laughs> Make no, it that's
2: unprecedented. <laughs> rubber that's hairy. unprecedented.
1: That's unprecedented. That's unprecedented. There's no ta- president.
2: We're going to have that. to talk to the CFO on this one.